Second thoughts about faith. Where are you putting your trust today? And is the object of your trust worthy of it? The psalmist says in Psalm 20, verses 7 and 8, some put their trust in horses, some put their trust in chariots, but we put our trust in the name of our God. They will stumble and fall, but we will rise and stand. Possible for me to trust in the market or how much money I've got or my health or how bright I am or my looks or my reputation with other people or a political party. But none of those will bear the weight of a life. And we all must put the weight of our life on something. Pascal said that we are launched. Everybody has to build a life. And trusting in the wrong thing will be a source of bitter regret. I'm keenly aware of that today. This is a bit of a parable. Nancy and I were hiking a couple days ago on Rattlesnake Canyon Trail. It was a gorgeous day. There's been a ton of rain, so it's just a gushing creek right now which is wonderful. We were going to climb for an hour to get to the top of the ridge and look out at the ocean. But we had to crisscross the stream several times the last time because the water was so deep and going so fast, um, you had to uh, use stones to get across. And the stones were kind of far apart. So they were too far apart just to take simple steps. And I realized I would have to kind of jump to this rock and then um, it was narrow enough and pointed enough that I wouldn't be able to stand on it. So I would have to jump with my left foot to that rock and then leap with my right foot to the next rock, rock B, and then make it over to the other side. And so that was my plan, and I went to execute it. However, there was one problem. Rock A was not worthy of my trust. My belief was that that rock was firmly embedded into the earth and that it would not budge, that it would sustain my weight and therefore I could lean against it to push off to rock B. But it was a wobbly rock. It was an insecure rock. It was a weak, pathetic rock. And as soon as my foot landed on it and it started to go that way, I knew this is not gonna end well. And I ended up falling heavily enough that it took us an hour to get back down the hill I limped down, I took a look at my right thigh, and it didn't look good. Nancy looked at it and said, you got to go to urgent care. I said, I don't want to go to urgent care because they will make me get stitches. And she said, really, frankly, um, what you want doesn't matter at all because now we're dealing with reality, see? Reality is what you run into when you're wrong. And we went there, and actually it was a puncture wound too deep for stitches. So the doctor said, I'm going to have to dress it, let it heal from the inside out, going to have to go on antibiotics. And we were getting ready to go in a couple of days to Morocco. And she said, because of the problems that can happen with infection, now you can't go to Morocco. So this is just so stupid. Let's talk for a moment about belief and knowledge and trust and commitment and wisdom. Because we're all launched. We all got to live a life. Can you believe something and be wrong? Oh, yes. I do it many times every day, and so do you. Second question, can you know something and be wrong? No, you cannot. Sometimes people think you can, but they are wrong. To know is something different than to be adamant or to feel certain about something. To know something means that I, this is Dallas Willard, I'm able to accurately represent it, think about it, speak about it, as it really is, 
on the basis of sound reasoning and evidence. That's knowledge. And uh, it's very important to understand that faith, contrary to what a lot of folks will say, is not opposed to knowledge. You run into this idea all the time, and increasingly in our day, it makes it difficult for people to take their faith in God seriously or to have confidence that Jesus knew what he was talking about. Here's a quick example of this. This is from uh, Wikiversity. This is how faith and reason are defined, and I think this is wrong. Faith is defined as belief in truth of something that does not require any evidence. Um, something that may not be proved by empirical or rational means. Reason, as opposed to that, is the faculty of the mind through which we can logically come to rational conclusions. So on this view, faith is a way of knowing something that really is not rational, doesn't have any solid grounds for it. And this leads to all kinds of problems, because increasingly it's thought that only science or math provide a foundation for knowledge. So in Dallas's book, he quotes a Cornell University professor of biology, I won't name him, but he's in Knowing Christ today, if you want to take a look at it, who claims modern evolutionary biology teaches us, shows us, proves that there is no ultimate foundation for ethics. In other words, no grounds for knowing the difference between right and wrong, moral knowledge. However, we cannot live that way. Ironically, in a court of law, if someone is judged to be insane, the litmus test for it is they are unable to distinguish between, not fact and fiction, they are unable to distinguish between right and wrong. We know better. Um, so when it comes to uh, faith, everybody lives by faith. Faith is trust. Faith is when I depend on something. Faith is when I rely on something. Like I was relying on that rock, but that rock was not worth the trust that I put in it. It was a wobbly rock. And it's possible for me to be wrong about my faith. It is possible for me to put my trust in something that ought not to have been trusted in. Re reality, Dallas would sometimes say, is what you can count on. And the advantage of knowledge, the important dimension of knowledge is knowledge enables us to navigate reality. So far from being opposed to knowledge, faith needs to be built on knowledge. And over and over and over in the Bible, we see this connection between knowledge and faith rightly understood. The prophet Hosea said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. They're, they're jumping to the wrong rock. They're putting their trust in horses and chariots because they don't realize that market, that political party, that 401k, that relationship, that IQ, that resume, it is not worth your ultimate trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. So now what does that mean for you and me today? Well, I went to a doctor and now I need to trust that doctor for good reason. I'm not just um, 
uh, betting on a doctor for no solid foundation. I want, by the way, I want that doctor to know. I don't want to go to a doctor who just thinks that they're lucky. I want them to actually know. And then to trust the doctor doesn't mean I wake up in the morning with feelings of confidence. It means I actually do what the doctor tells me to do. The doctor says, take four of these antibiotics every day. I got to take them. And Nancy says to me, now, I can't be reminding you of this all the time. You got to own this. You must commit to it. Because trust, if it's based on knowledge, ultimately needs to lead to commitment. And then when it does, uh, I discover that that trust has been soundly placed and that this rock, this doctor, this healer is worthy of my trust. So the invitation today is to have second thoughts about what rock you're jumping to. Not going to be money. Not going to be the resume. Not going to be another person. They will all wobble. <laughs> wobble. They will all wobble. Uh, they will all give way eventually. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And it's that invitation to commitment based on sound thinking and increasingly coming to know him. I come to know Jesus, not just know about him, but to be involved in interactive engagement with him. I was trying to be interactively engaged with that rock. I was interactively engaged with that rock, and that's how I discovered it was a wobbly rock. It is only through interactive engagement with Jesus, talking with him, listening to him, doing what he said, walking through my life together with him, that I discover um, he is a rock that will hold. He is my rock and my fortress. So today, trust him. Do what he says as it comes to your mind. Be grateful today. Be generous today. Worship today. Jump to the rock that'll hold you. Second thoughts about faith. Hi, I'm Tim. Thanks for joining us here at Become New. We hope that these videos help you to grow spiritually one day at a time. If you'd like to find more resources, you can go to our website, becomenew.com. There you can sign up for the daily emails that go along with each video. You can access our full library of videos there. And you can let us know if you're interested in some of the upcoming leadership resources that we're working on right now. If you've got a prayer request, we would love to pray for you. You can text us that request at 855-888-0444. Our team meets daily Monday through Friday to pray for those requests. And so thanks for letting us come alongside you in your spiritual growth journey. We'll see you next time.